I remember coming in a room and I'm like, why mama crying? Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, my brother's pushing me out. He's like, get out. You know, you, you young, you don't know what's going on or whatever, whatever. So I'm like, what's she crying for? He's like, <laughs> so my mom, she flashed. She's like, um, I'm crying because I don't have the money for our light bill and this, 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 this. And I just remember being, I probably was like eight years old. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, all the ice cream cones I bought, I don't have no money to help you mm-hmm. with this. And that's how I was as a child. Yes. Like, you know what, from now on, I'm, I'm not buying no more ice cream. <laughs> yes. When my mama needs some, I'm going to be able to say, some. my God, 75 cents if you need it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've always been that preserver, that person that's just oh. sit back and save for a storm, not yeah. a rainy day. Yeah. I save for hurricanes. Since you calling it, can't come to work. Oh, that's ghetto. It's the fifth. Deadline was the first. Oh, that's ghetto. Payroll do again. Pockets hurt. Oh, that's ghetto. Good idea. Now we buying birds. Oh, that's ghetto. Payment miss. Ooh, the ghetto. Say she quit. Ooh, the ghetto. Laid on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Ooh, the ghetto. Invoice in. Yeah, that ghetto. Money spin. Oh, that's ghetto. Hold on. It's kind of ghetto being a CEO. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast where we talk about being a CEO because this shit is ghetto as fuck. Okay, I don't know if nobody told y'all, but this lifestyle is very ghetto. But we are going to bring you the raw and unfiltered truth behind being a CEO. Sometimes people just tell you the glistening lamps. They show you the, the, the G-wagons and the diamonds and the furs and all the things. But I'm going to show you what it takes to actually get those things, right? We're going to bring you CEOs on this couch that's willing to be honest and transparent. So if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. And please leave a review. Listen, I don't make no money from this podcast, so the least y'all could do is leave a review to let me know I'm doing a good job, okay? Now, today is no different. We are bringing CEOs to you that's willing to give us the raw and unfiltered truth and be transparent. And today, we got Big Brittany, Big Bees, okay, <laughs> on the couch. Welcome, Brittany. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I could not wait to have a seat on this couch and get under this comfy blanket. Listen, we get you comfy so you can tell us all your secrets, <laughs> your deepest, darkest secrets. Welcome to my couch. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having <laughs> well, me. Well, tell them who you are and how you became the founder of this wonderful brand. Well, uh, my name is Brittany Ricard. I am the founder and CEO of Coda Skin. Uh, I launched Coda Skin in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, it was literally just me. Um, I couldn't afford a laptop. I would literally drive to the library every day. I applied for my LLC on my own mm-hmm. in the public library. Yes. It was at, to the point to where I was reaching out to my friends saying, girl, can I borrow your library card? Because they don't let me be on a, <laughs> on a computer for an hour with yes. mine. Yes. So just, you know, um, just being in that space and making sure that I wanted to utilize all free resources before mm-hmm. I go out and being like, how much you going to charge me to do yeah. this? I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't realize that Listen, there's a lot of free resources that you can utilize before you sit here and try to go connect with somebody who didn't build Judy or Courtney's Mm -hmm. website. No, no, no. Find, you know, find, find your niche. So I launched in 2019. Um, I sold out of product really quick. Um, after that, I took, I made $12,000 from my first launch mm. and I reinvested it into, into, uh, what's called Coda skin. Cause when I first initially started, it was okay. Coda essential skincare. Got you. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take, I had to shorten it yes. and I completely rebranded the brand. So I invested into Coda skin. Um, that's when I got heavy into product formulation. Mm. And for a lot of people who, who's not aware of that, when I first started, it was private label. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, for those again, who's, who's not aware of that. That's when you, you find 
find a product, you find a, a manufacturer, find a product, and you put your name on it, and you sh- and you sell it. Yeah. Um. When I started to realize, okay, no, 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 I need to really get more in depth with my brand, with my product. Yeah. That's when I got into heavy uh, product formulation. Got you. So that branded um, Coda Skin, and it just. It just Took went. From, it there. just went from there. I Crazy. went from literally <laughs> sitting in a two bedroom apartment till now. I just recently purchased uh, my own warehouse, we fifteen thousand square feet. So congratulations! Yes. Thank you. Thank I you, know. Thank you. Listen, I I just hope you are. I know sometimes as a CEO, we are just like moving so fast. Mm-hmm. We don't get to sit in those accomplishments. So you need to just go sit in the warehouse in the middle <laughs> and have a picnic and just like, damn, this is mine. Listen, trust me. The other day uh I went in there because I ended up leaving some paperwork so I went in there and had my son with me and mm-hmm. just seeing him in just here with me I mean he's yeah. he's a, a, a surprise in itself aside from this so I'm looking at the warehouse and looking at him like how did this happen you know so yes I definitely I definitely just sit back and and just be in awe Yes, and you talked about something on that journey. You talked about how, one, that a lot of people missed this part where you made the $12,000 and you invested it back into the business. Yes. That was not your money. Yes. I think, listen, the first thing you must do is reinvest. I tell people that all the time. Stop sitting here making that money and go get you a bag yeah. or start wearing Gucci and all the all the labels. Right. You have to reinvest. You have to put that money back into the business. That money mm-hmm. was not mine. Yeah. Now, granted, when I got it, I quit my job. <laughs> so out. you know what, girl, I didn't miss. I'm, I'm, I'm over ten thousand. I'm quitting. Yes. I'm out. And then I realized, wait, girl. You broke yeah. because I put it all back into the business. It was to a point where I had to call and get an extension on my light bill because I'm mm. like, listen, once my product get here, I already it's got good. the I already got the marketing tools to get off of it. Right, you know? right. But I had to wait for it to get here. And I'm like, girl, you didn't win a little too far. Okay. <laughs> you got too happy. <laughs> you might have to go back to work, girl. <laughs> now, wouldn't that be a story? Okay? Oh, my God. Listen. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's the process. A lot of people try to skip the mm-hmm. process, you know what I mean? It's a process to get to where you are today. So you got this 15,000 square foot warehouse where it literally, one thing that I was impressed by, right? Not just the warehouse, mm-hmm. but the fact that you got a daycare in there <laughs> for not only yourself, but yes. also mm-hmm. your employees. That that creates such foresight, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? To think about not only yourself, but cause you could afford to go pay a nanny. Right. You could like, but you were thinking about your employees. So what made you like have those thoughts? Um, in all actuality is really my sister. My sister was prior to, she's married now, uh-huh. but prior to that, she was a single mother raising three kids on her own, mm. you know? And, uh, around that time I'm in high school. I can't help you with kids. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Girl, I'm going, I'm, I'm going outside. to the dance. Yes. I'm outside. <laughs> Um, and then of course my mom was a young grandma. So yeah. she's not really like where she's she is now. We, we both outside. We both looking at her like, girl, why you here? Why you here? <laughs> why we at the same spot? So witnessing her go through those struggles made me realize how yeah. exactly how hard it is because in re- the reality is this is my first child. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really experienced the struggles of a single mother and I'm not a single mother as it is now, yeah. but I haven't experienced it myself, but I witnessed mm-hmm. it and I mm-hmm. see how hard it is for for single mothers and single parents because even when I when I announced it I said listen this is for single parents if you work here yeah. or whatever because I do have a cousin that works for me and he's a single father and mm-hmm. he takes on responsibility for his daughters mm-hmm. so um, just 
again, like I said, is not something that I'm experiencing myself, but because yeah. I've witnessed it and see how hard it is, I just wanted to make sure, you know, the space is there. Yeah. Once we get the permits, we're stopping it. You know what I'm right. saying? So it just went from there. I know they appreciate it. Yes, they absolutely. Like they waiting because <laughs> right now, uh, with us getting into the warehouse, there's a lot of permits that we have to go through, yeah. especially with a daycare. So right now right. we're focusing on getting the permits for the warehouse. Yeah. And then we're um uh, we're uh opening up the the daycare. I love that. I mm-hmm. love this. So talk to me about how Coda scales so fast, right? Ooh. Like, and I know <laughs> that it was a journey going mm-hmm. through that. What was some of the pain, the growing pains that you experience with scaling cola because people think you know scaling sounds sexy until <laughs> you get those seven figure problems with seven figure bills yes <laughs> so the thing is uh coda definitely scaled fast mm-hmm. um it happened mainly during the pandemic i okay. think um um in 2000 the pandemic started, it started in 2019, but mm-hmm. it really got heavy in 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. So it was really at a time where everybody had nothing to do but mm-hmm. sit inside and self-care. Yeah. And I marketed off of that. Yeah. I took that, listen, y'all got act, y'all got, no, y'all got that mask, they're dirty, you're getting acne, you need to wash your face, you know? Yes. So, so I kind of marketed off that and piggyback off that. And on top of that, there was a lot of people just sitting still with a whole lot of extra money. Mm-hmm. With nothing to do mm-hmm. but sit inside yeah. and shop. Right. Right. So between 20 and 2021, we, we scaled, we went up. Yeah. Like I'm talking about, we were, we was having around that time. We were having million dollar quarters. Yeah. They were shopping. (laughs) And the biggest thing was what I always get compliments on is my customer service. I do not play. It's so top tier Yeah. because prior to me becoming an entrepreneur, I was in a service industry for about 15 years. Okay. So I know how to give, excellent customer service and right. if i've done so for someone else's business for all of this time I, I you know code are gonna be top tier yeah. i do not play about that and yeah. it's crazy because a lot of our consumer base they're so shocked by it. they mm-hmm. they they will promote how well our customer service is i don't even have to say anything yeah. they're just like oh my they be shocked oh my god y'all customer service is so good you need to teach a class on customer service i'm like yeah. what what is y'all experiencing out there girl <laughs> what is happening what's happening so um, just sitting in a pandemic and, and watching how everybody was just sitting still. I marketed off that. I targeted people with acne, uh, mass acne, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. And it just scaled. It, it went up. It definitely went up. And so now how are you guys maintaining the marketing now? Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that I wanted to get into too, yeah. because at this point I feel like I don't want to speak for anyone else's business, mm-hmm. but I can speak for mine mm-hmm. that the, the scale of uh, of our consumer base has changed now. Mm-hmm. We're we're battling Instagram algorithms that's mm-hmm. changing. Ooh, talk about it. Yes, 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 yes. They are literally forcing us to buy ads. Yeah, and it's crazy because I spend tens of thousands of dollars to con- to to be able to get the type of followers that I have. Right. So for you guys to come and blind them mm-hmm. from my content. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Should we look into that? Because I feel like that should be a lawsuit it or something. something. Because if someone Let's chooses to follow me, yeah. then you should allow them to see, see my content. It. Why yes. do I have to pay for them to see something? Maybe see it. Because May- they don't even guarantee see that they're going to see it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't know. It probably was a, It was, It was. probably was designed to be that way off, yeah. off the back. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Set it you up. You got to keep. Get they got to keep. 
yeah. getting you to buy more and get in this cycle. And I think, and that's the thing, right? Like, I think we don't talk about holistically as the entrepreneur community that like this year, the economy has changed, right? Mm-hmm. The algorithms have changed. The, the way that things used to work is not working anymore. And it affects day-to-day sales, right? Sales right. across the board are down 30%. Mm-hmm. And entrepreneurs are just like, you know, life is still great. Right. right. Like, let's talk about it and see what you doing to make this better. What you doing to make this better. And let's talk about it so we can all be greater. So what do you feel like? Have you seen that type of shift in your business? And Mm -hmm. what are you doing to combat it? Yes. So again, like we said, we already, we, we come from an era where it was way easier. Mm -hmm. You know, the Instagram algorithm, you post something, they see it and you go. I think what, I think in this quarter, I think in this season, you're really about to separate the the business women and a chick with a business. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Because it's two totally different things. When it comes down to actually finding a way to market your brand, market your product, continuously take that scale and not be affected by it. Don't get me wrong. We're all affected by it, but Mm -hmm. how do we pivot? It's all about pivoting. So one of the things that, uh, that I've gotten into, like you want to make sure that you're taking, um, just taking advantage of all of the platforms that you have. Mm-hmm. TikTok, Instagram, Threads, yeah. Facebook, you know, any YouTube, all yeah. of those things. Um, so for us we 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 transitioned because prior to we wasn't we weren't doing paid ads. Okay. We, we didn't have to, by the grace yeah, of God. We right. didn't have to. We didn't have to pay for ads. They seen it. Um we did we do exceptionally well on email marketing. Mm-hmm. Um for me, I recently switched over for the past three years I was on Wix. Mm-hmm. And then I switched over to Shopify. Wow. But when I shipped over to Shopify, I lost all that data because, the, yep. uh, yeah. So Ooh. that's a whole nother rebuild. And, yes, because <laughs> you don't even realize how important the data is until you don't got it. Until you, <laughs> until you ain't got it. You're like, wait. I need this shit. Like, <laughs> yes. That shit is gold. Yes. It's gold. It's yes. gold. So um, it's a few taxes that we're taking mm-hmm. to uh, just to, to to pivot in this is in this season right. with the Instagram algorithms, with the economy, because it's not just about even if they see it, they probably don't have the money for it, you right. know. So that's when things like Sezzle come into place, mm-hmm. Afterpay, yeah. and, and things like that. So we've tapped into uh, um, we all, you know, we I've really had mm-hmm. great success with influencer marketing, right, right. Um, but we've tapped into. SMS marketing, uh, email marketing, also doing ads. And we just recently got uh, an ad feature for Hulu. Mm. So we got a contract with them. Yay. So y'all going to see Carter on your TV. See how that, let me know the date on it. <laughs> I mean, the marketing in me is intrigued. Like, I want to know. Like I've been seeing it. I'm like, I need a client that we could test this out on. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. But I definitely think that this is a season of omni-channel marketing. Mm-hmm. Like you got to touch multiple th- places. One, because it's not that people don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Is that they are like literally they're holding, holding it because it. it's not free flowing anymore, mm-hmm. and so many people don't know if they getting laid off or whatever, and so it's like instead of maybe in 2020, 2021 I have to have to touch you three times, mm-hmm. right? Now I got to touch you ten, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so now I need to figure out how to touch you faster. faster. <laughs> <laughs> I can get you to spend this money. And right. so I think it's just like strategically just building a community and thinking about what your marketing looks like. Right. Yes. No, I definitely agree. Yes. And so it's just all of these things. So I know that you growing this business, not only has the marketing probably been ghetto in this new season, <laughs> but what else have you had to learn as a CEO? Um, One thing that I've had to learn as a CEO is 
it's really just, and I know I don't want to sound cliche, mm-hmm. but it's really just keeping the faith. I, I never was an optimistic person. Yeah. I've always been like, girl, my glass is half empty. What am I going to do? <laughs> I am about to literally like, and I never had like that, that way about me. I've always just been paranoid and frantic yeah. and now I'm more patient. Mm. I'm more just relaxed. Everything's going to be good. I sit back and I pray about it. And that's, that's one of the things that has helped me through this time, because even what now, like, yes, sales have, uh, has started to decrease from where I went from making 300,000 a month mm-hmm. till now we at 150,000, right. but I still went and I, my faith still led me into buying that warehouse yeah. because it's going to it's work happen. out. It's going to happen. Yeah. Nothing. I didn't get here by chance. I got here by faith, mm. by determination and making sure that my, my moral compass was in, in, in like in line with my yeah. vision. So that's just, you know, I just really had to keep my faith and keep going and keep growing. Yeah. You know what? And I love that because I think on this journey, you got to have faith. You got to believe in something. I don't know. You, you, you gonna have to believe in something because this this don't even, it don't even sound logical how this stuff be happening. Okay. (laughs) And I just think about like, you know, if you, when you have, there's a certain level, I think in this season for me, I have gotten to the point where there's just a certain level of calmness mm-hmm. about the way that I walk, the way yeah. that I talk, because it's like at the end of the day, what's the worst thing? What's the Yes, wor- I gotta yes. close the warehouse. I gotta. All right, we go back to the crib. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, what's the worst that could happen? And I want entrepreneurs to feel that. Like, when you start walking in faith and know that you are not the leader of this journey, that God is the one that's leading you, you start to be like, girl. What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? One thousand percent. I think that again, like I said, me just being in a, in a calm spirit now. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't have to go into panic mode. Yeah. I tell people all the time. Um. I, well, I just had a conversation with my niece, mm-hmm. and she explained to me. She said, "Uh, well, um, she calls me Aunt Beanie. Y'all don't call me that. <laughs> they finna be under the comments. She's like Aunt Beanie. So you know, um." why haven't you thrown a sale? I'm like, because I don't need to throw a sale. She said, well, you said, you said the other day that, you know, you're not making what you once made. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's the economy. That don't mean I have a throw sale. I say, but because I'm responsible, I am 1000% financially responsible. Mm-hmm. Like I manage, I budget. I've always been that way. Yeah. I told her, I, I explained to her, I said, listen, I have enough saved up to cover me for the next two years in bills. Mm-hmm. Should we not make another dime today? Yes. You get what I'm saying? So I'm prepared for this season. Right. I'm not sitting here panicking, saying, oh, hurry up, throw a sale. It's Labor Day, throw a sale. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or uh, whatever. I want to keep, I want to keep the the uh, likeness of my business. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not to say that anybody who throws sales, this is my own personal opinion. Right. I feel like it waters this down m- your brand. This is my shit. I right. can do whatever I want to. <laughs> right, right. Let's make this clear. <laughs> Right, but I feel like when you when you overly excessively throw sales, mm-hmm. it waters down your brand into yes. where now your consumers are waiting for it. Now it's like, I ain't buy it's about to go on sale. No, because tell me you checking out at Fashion Nova without a coupon code. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you pay a full price, you're crazy. Exactly. You, you like, let me find one right quick. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So because I've created my brand around that, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I've again, I've managed my money. I've budgeted. I've made sure that I made the right decision, financial decisions. Mm-hmm. So when this season comes uh, and I'm not the only one experience, experiencing it, we're all experiencing yes, it. I am well prepared for it. Yeah. So that's a, another reason why, again, I'm not sitting here and I'm not 
trying to figure out ways on how to make money. Well, we're still making money. We're just right. not making what we once made. Right. But I didn't build my company or my brand and my business off of what I was once making. Mm. I built it off of what I have. Like, okay, well, let's set this aside. Yeah. And this is all we got to play with right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, but I think that's smart, though, mm-hmm. Brittany. Because I don't think a lot of people understand that, like, anything that goes up got to come down at some point. Yes. And I think when you're in this journey and you're like excited about it, you're excited about the highs, you're excited about the million dollar quarters and you feel like, oh, I am invincible. I am unstoppable. Like I'm always going to be here and you don't, what they call like storing your nuts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you don't, you don't store and cause you so busy running the business. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not thinking like a CEO of like, let me prepare. Yes. And yes. you have to, because anything that goes up got to come down. Right. I talk to my niece a lot. She's actually uh, on her on her rise of entrepreneurship. Yes. Uh, we'll be announcing her brand soon. But Here, come on, niece. <laughs> so I, I I find myself always talking to her, just mentoring her and giving her different insights and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and to not look just look at all the the things that people are posting, the cars and this yeah. and that. It's like no, you have to understand that. Like you said, what goes up comes down. Mm-hmm. And not only that, even if it don't come down, you still got to continue to reinvest and reinvent into to your brand <laughs> to keep it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, again, even what, even if it's not a situation to where sales slow down, another pandemic can happen. Anything can happen yes. and you need to be prepared. Yes. Your cash flow matters yes. 1000%. So. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing that, a lot of entrepreneurs, we don't get the lessons of, mm-hmm. right? You really don't get the lessons until you bump your head. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have made the million dollars and you lost it all. you like, okay, shit, I got to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? Because that was my journey. Like, mm-hmm. I made my first million dollars at 26. I ain't never had no money before. You right. know, the most money I had was when I was getting refund checks. And you right. know that was going fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I ain't know how to spend this. But, like, I wasn't spending it on, I don't, I think my, my biggest frustration was I ain't got no bags, no purses, no cars, no G-Wagons. I was literally throwing it back into the business trying to fix these now seven-figure problems, mm-hmm. right? And I think a lot of times we don't understand how to fix problems until we experience it. But as a CEO, your job is to foresee mm-hmm. the problems that's coming. And listen, I'm glad that you said that because a lot of times people ask me, what are some of the hardships that I've had mm-hmm. within my company? But I've foreseen them all. Mm-hmm. So it, it may, like seriously, I make sure I'm prepared. There isn't anything that I do that I haven't, I don't research first mm-hmm. and I don't at the very least get information about it. I don't I just it. hop into anything. Yeah. And on top of that, I don't spend what I can afford to spend four times over. Yes. So if I'm sitting here saying, oh, I want to work with this person or whatever, what's the budget? Okay, well, can I afford that five times before mm-hmm. I even, you know, that's just, it's it's just me. Yeah. You know, like it's, 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 it's how I am. It's how I've always been. Yeah. It's the crazy thing about it is it, it, I could really count it as to way back, when I was a kid, I'll tell y'all a personal story. So, uh, it's me, my mom, my mom was a single woman of three kids. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming, I was the baby. Mm -hmm. I remember coming in a room and I'm like, why mama crying? Mm -hmm. And she's like, uh, my brother's pushing me out. He's like, get out. You know, you, you young, you don't know what's going on or whatever, whatever. So I'm like, what's she crying for? He's like, (laughs) so my mom, she flashed. She's like, um, I'm crying because I don't have the money for our light bill. And this is, this, this. And I just remember being, I probably was like, eight years old and mm-hmm. I'm like man all the ice cream cones I bought I don't have no money to help you mm-hmm. with this and that's how I was as a child yes. like you know what from now on 
I am, I'm not buying no more ice cream. <laughs> yes. When my mama needs some, I'm going to be able to say, some. my God, 75 cents if you need it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've always been that preserver, that person that's just sit back and save for a storm, not yes. a rainy day. Yes. I save for hurricanes, yes. you know? I so, love it. Mm. And I think, you know... Your when it comes to your relationship with money, it goes all the way back to that that mm-hmm. phase, right? Your traumas from childhood. I literally remember my mama wouldn't tell us that, you know, tell me I'm my only child, but she mm-hmm. wouldn't tell me that we was broke. Mm-hmm. But it's like water coming out. Where right. The water at? <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I didn't realize I was like, oh, maybe something's going on. Or why they keep coming to the house serving us this letter? Right. Yes. <laughs> she would not tell us. And mm-hmm. but I remember she wouldn't like when she got paid, we would go out to eat. When she got paid, we would go do stuff. And so I would remember, like, oh, okay, it must it not, not be that bad. It must not be that bad to mm-hmm. be at zero. Right. You know what I mean? And so when you get into entrepreneurship, you start like I've been to zero before. I could go back. You right. know what I'm saying? Until you go back in entrepreneur, you be like, shit, nah, nah, nah. This ain't the same. Ramen don't even taste the same no more. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't trying to go back. Okay. <laughs> and I had to like, all right, God, thank you for giving me my second chance mm-hmm. to make this money again and think about it differently. Mm-hmm. And try again and because some people don't get the chance to try again right. you know what I mean like and so I think that's a, a, a really good lesson like you said your relationship with money literally has came out in this business yes it definitely has like I said um, and just like even for Hurricane Katrina when Katrina hit we didn't mm-hmm. nobody you know of course I'm from New Orleans mm-hmm. Nobody was prepared for that. Yeah. Nobody knew what was go- what was going to happen, what it was going to be or whatever, yeah. but asked me if I had a savings. Yes. Like, you know, I mean, it wasn't tens of thousands of dollars. I probably had like $700. That was a lot of money <laughs> yeah. in 2005. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, or whatever. But uh, it was enough to get mom, get your gas. Let's go. Mm-hmm. We can go here. We got some some food and the, the, the benefits to go to kicking in yeah, yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, so like, honestly... From the the young age of eight years old, I have made sure that I manage my money well. And it has crossed over to into my company. And it's one of the reasons why I am as successful as I am now yes. and while I'm going to continue to grow. Absolutely. <laughs> and so even building this journey, how has it been building this with a team? Right? Like, what does that journey look like? So the first thing is... Um, we, I had to recreate a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, t- uh, I think a lot of times when you first start out, everybody wants to put their friends on, yeah. put their cousin on. Oh, you know what? You don't do this. Let's do this. I'll put you in this position. I'll let you do this. I'll let you do that. Versus, you know what? I need to hire professionals. Yeah. So I had to go through those growing pains mm-hmm. of hiring people, hiring family, hiring friends, and realizing you're not cut out for this position. Mm-hmm. And you're costing, uh, i.e. one of the reasons why I said when it came down to me crossing over platforms, I ain't had that data because yeah. the person that I put in place for that didn't, you know. So um, I think for me, once I started to realize that I couldn't put just anybody in a position and make them that person, yeah. I Ooh. needed to outsource professionals. Yeah. That's when it got real. It's like, okay, now, now this is, this is a, this is a company. Right. You know right. It's not just a, a this, ain't, this ain't an LLC. This is an escort. Now yes, like we really yes. doing something major here yeah. because we can't just, you know, everybody wants to take everybody with them. Mm-hmm. You want to put everybody on. Yep. And for the most part, that's fine. Yeah. You know, that that's fine. But if they are not cut out for a position that you give them, 
Or sometimes people go to taking things personal. They don't take, they don't respect you as a business owner. You yes. just Brittany. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm your boss. I'm your boss. Yes. I'm the CEO. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So you're going to have to understand that and respect that and adapt to it. Because when you was on them other people's job, mm -hmm. I ain't had to deal. You, you, the you reason ain't why none you ain't do none of that. Yeah. The reason why I hired you was because of your worth ethics with them. Over there. So when you come here, I expect the same. Why are we like You get what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Um, finding a team is extremely important when yeah. it comes down to the business because yeah. you have to be able to trust people and trust that they're going to be able to run your company the same way you run it mm -hmm. should, whether you out of town, out of the country yep. or should you, you know, um, so it became, it's, it's really important. Yeah. Um, Right now, we're, we're still building our team. Mm -hmm. We're actually going to be having a job fair for the warehouse soon. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Come on out. Do yes. you want daycare? <laughs> yes, This is yes. the kind of advertising you need. Listen, I said that. Chat. When I told them, I said, um, I want to do a job fair. They was like, girl, they're going to wrap around the around The, the building. building. I'm like, we oh, my God. We coming out. Get on CEO. We coming to record. Because <laughs> it's, it's going to be nuts. Because first of all, it just once, like I said, it speaks volumes mm -hmm. of who you are. But I, girl, I work in the warehouse. Girl, what you want me to do? Somebody, <laughs> I ain't got no kids. What you want me to do? Right? But I think I think it's gonna do good. Yeah. So that's exciting. So you're hiring for the warehouse. Mm -hmm. Um, any other? Have you started to build like your C-suite team yet, or is that like the next level leadership? Um, I would say that's next level leadership. Yes. Uh, right now, like even with the positions that we have at the warehouse, we're mm -hmm. gonna be looking for packers. We're gonna be looking for packers, and we're gonna also be looking for uh warehouse maintenance, like someone to come, uh, stock products, pull stuff from the shelves, yeah. bring things in, and um, someone who's uh, experienced them with a forklift. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, this by this being my first time actually going into a warehouse, um, just knowing how to. To section everything off because this is new for me too. I, I was I had stuff in rooms like right. okay that's the cleanser room, that's the toner room, yeah. that's the serum room yeah. or whatever. Now so we need to have everything just more organized and things yes. like that. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I think this is gonna be a new journey. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because I think as a CEO you never stop learning, mm. but now you about to learn a whole another part of the business, yes. right? You gotta learn. You gotta pick a, a warehouse management system. You gotta find how this is gonna be found. Skews like all the day. Uh -huh. Like you have skews probably for oh, you probably didn't have skews in the house i don't know right yeah i did okay so <laughs> you handed the game I like it. <laughs> so but you gotta figure out all of this stuff and it's like all right another job you yes. know have you ever felt in business like dang i'm so i'm tired of doing something new like i just want to settle in this space Honestly, no. Mm. I get so excited about new journeys mm. in business. I think maybe because aside from me creating a business, I found myself. Mm. You know, I was uh, a, a cocktail server at Harris Casino okay. for a while. And uh, I was in and out of college. I didn't went to like five different colleges for maybe like three different things. Yeah. Uh, business, uh, I'm sorry, uh, business management, psychology. I went to Dillard University for psychology. Mm -hmm. um, then I went to uh, Nunez to to be a process technician. Who knows what the hell they do? <laughs> right. But I saw the pay. I'm like, girl, let me go to school. I could and process. I could process. <laughs> I could technician okay. anything y'all get. Period. Exactly. So it's like, because I was really just trying to find myself, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And in that moment, in those moments, everything was really geared by the dollar. Like, okay, yeah. well, process technicians say they make this, they cap is this. Oh, mm -hmm. psychology, I can give you a psychiatrist, yeah. do, 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 or whatever. So when I came into entrepreneurship, 
And when I realized that, you know, I can actually start a business, start a company Mm -hmm. and I got excited about it. It, it, it. it wasn't a situation to where it's like, oh, let me go do this so I can have a nice life and, you know, <laughs> raise some kids, yeah. go to work, come home. It was like, oh, my God, Yay. this is me. This is my niche. This is what I, I was destined to do. So right. I'm always excited. It's never a situation to where I'm, like, tired. I want to say the only thing as of now that has me uh, in a, my panties in a bunch is me having to leave my son. Because, you know, so that's the only thing. we know you love that baby. Okay? <laughs> I was joking with her when we got, I was like, girl, you was, follow, why you was following your sister like this? <laughs> that was Girl, <laughs> listen, the thing, everybody think I was following my sister because I didn't trust my sister. No, no, no. I know you trusted her because you let her leave. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because I knew something in your spirit was like, Oh no, he gone. I gotta go see what he doing. Yes, and he's having fun. Like, cause and then without this, me, and, and then this was this was his first time. Even when she asked me, I'm like, well, she's like, can I take him to the aquarium? I'm like, well, I haven't taken him to the aquarium yet. You know, I want to be his first everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, period. Yeah. I want to be his first everything. When they cut my son, I, I delivered via section. When they cut my son, I was like, y'all put y'all hands over his eyes because I want to be the first person he sees period. when he comes out. Yeah. So when she asked to take him, I was like, well that'll be his first time going. And you know, you're going to take that away from me. She was like, well, you know, I'm his auntie and we'll do what do. I'm like, okay, girl, I let her get in that car. <laughs> my anxiety went through the roof. I'm like, I miss my baby. Let me just go see what he's doing. Yeah, you know, yeah, let me just go yeah. see what he's doing. Cause all Jocelyn does is, does is look at people <laughs> like, and smile. So it was, it was one of those things to where like my anxiety kind of kicked in mm-hmm. and I missed them. Cause Anybody knows me that knows me personally know my son is in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> like I got, listen, nannies, everybody, y'all got to come here, keep mm-hmm. him. He's not going to school. Right. <laughs> None of that. Thanks. He doesn't get out. My mom is always saying, I took him to walk around the corner. He looked like he was shocked to see a tree. I'm like, girl. <laughs> he never seen trees. He never, he just walked around the corner. It's a tree. What's that? <laughs> is I'm that like, a dog? Ma, what is roof roof? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He'd be so, he, he'd definitely be so shocked at all the things of the world. That is so hilarious. <laughs> okay. But you're going through a lot of like newness right now. You're mm-hmm. a new mom, right? You are not, you have been married that long right but we have we, we, we're engaged you're engaged yes. so this is a a new Everything. situation right yes yes and then this new warehouse this new business this new season in business how are you handled the handling the newness of all of this Whew. and keeping balance balance Brittany. the thing is though um with my team my team is extremely helpful mm-hmm. um and just with prayer I find myself a space in my house and I sit there and I calm myself and I pray. And when I, for whatever reason, when I wake up, everything just be fine. I just like, I don't allow myself to get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. My schedule may be full of things from Monday until Friday, but at some point I'm going to sit still and I'm going to pray and I'm going to take the time that I need to just refresh and just have a, have a reset. It's important for everyone to have a reset with yourself. Mm -hmm. Thanks. You don't always have to just be on go, 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 go. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm bossed up. I'm doing X, Y, Z. It's like, now you better sit down and have a reset. Okay. And calm your nerves. Please. <laughs> calm your nerves. Please. 
Okay. No, that's facts. And I love that. Even I think in business, you also need that community around you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's one thing that we've seen from your friend group with you, with super, with Judy, like all y'all, I feel like the new Orleans, y'all got some type of association of entrepreneurs, (laughs) right? Like it's like, you don't see none of y'all without the other one. Right. Um, but how has that been? I know sometimes like having friends, like it's like, I support you, but dang, I'm going through it right now. Like Mm -hmm. how has it been like with, your community and building that community in New Orleans? Um, I think I think the biggest thing that people fail to realize is with our friend group is that we actually inspire each other. Mm -hmm. You know, we see goals, we see things that they're doing and things like that and we get inspired by it. Yeah. Um that friend group I think it was actually Judy. Judy's one of the first entrepreneurs and she's one of the people that I follow to the T. Like mm. she's, she's one of the people that's always on me. She just went off on me earlier. I believe it. Judy, okay. Okoy, uh, bitch, what are you doing? Yeah. Like <laughs> just like, that. Yeah, just, just like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not lying. No, I'm not. She's going to be on you, but we always hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not here to fluff each other. Yeah. We're not here to sit here and, and, and just, be a fan. We're we're yeah. we're more realistic with each other. Like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But you need to do this. Right. You know, we give each other that balance, that structure. So that's really why, you know, it, with our friend group, we continue to grow. You see Black, Black is definitely doing his thing. Exactly. Oh my God. So yeah, just just being in that element and seeing like when you see, oh, you did this. Oh man, that's dope. So look, next time you should try this. Yeah. We always communicating and just updating each other on mm-hmm. on progression. Yeah. Any type of information that we get, we share mm-hmm. or whatever and just continue to grow. And I think that's the, that's one thing about community, right? Mm-hmm. Like one, you got to be humble enough to be able to accept the feedback. Yes. You know what I mean? You also got to be like aware enough that like this person got my best interest at heart. So they not going to tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. And they want to see me win at the end of the day. I don't care what it looks like to the outside world. Like right. this is my girl. Right. You know what I mean? And also, I think that it also, what also plays a role in it as well is you, the deliverer. Yeah. Like as a as a person who has to tell you this, mm-hmm. how do I say this and how and and make sure because I think all the time we everybody has different friends for different reasons. Yep. You also know if you are a good friends with your friend, you know how well they receive or how they may take it. Mm-hmm. So you got to find a way on let me how can I deliver this? Mm-hmm. There's one person that you can say you did that wrong. There's yeah. another person that say I probably wouldn't have done it like that. You so you got to find different yeah. ways to address, but yeah. you can't also, you also can't be afraid to. I am one of those friends that I am going to address any situation, yes. anything that I feel like was wrong. I'm going to tell you like, Hey, look, I know you're an ex. Right. But, <laughs> but I just think you should know that I wouldn't have done that like mm-hmm. that or whatever. And I yeah. believe that what's more important. If you come to tell me that there's a problem, deliver a solution. Don't just come tell me, Oh no, That's don't do that like that. Okay. Well, okay. What's next? What's next? Right. You tell me how not to do it. Please tell me that you have a way for me to do mm-hmm. it. You know? So yes. I love that. I love that. Now, before we go, mm-hmm. I have a question. So a lot of times in entrepreneurship, we are literally going through things a mile per minute, right? Mm-hmm. It's always something going on. I feel like we like firefighters. We like putting out fires every day. Mm-hmm. Right. But what is one thing that has happened in the last week or two weeks that you're like, I need to vent about this. I need to just get this off my chest. What has happened? Oh, in the last two weeks, girl, I might have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> it's been cool. It's been cool. <laughs> well, uh, I, I guess we can say with me moving into uh, into the warehouse, mm. I had absolutely no idea the amount of permits mm. 
that you have to have for occupational licenses. Um, I just real I just realized. So with the warehouse, prior to me buying purchasing the warehouse, it was a gymnasium where you know where the girls would do like the tumbles, you know, mm-hmm. like Gabby Douglas yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. So when I purchased it, uh, we had to do what's called a change of venue. So okay. it's because I'm using it for something else. Yeah. Who knew that 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 the oh, landscaping matter? Like, what do you mean <laughs> I got to put more grass here? What that got to do right. with me putting my product inside? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Right. Who knew? Who knew? Oh I'm sitting here. So we had the fire marshal come out. We had the state um, inspector come out. I'm like. Is it really this serious to get my yeah. occupational license, to right. get my permits to be able to start doing business here? Yeah. I had to have five meetings, including there's one that's going to be held tomorrow, but my architect is going to go. I had to get a whole architect in to, to measure the building. Like, it is a lot, unbeknownst to me. Yeah. And you know, the, your, your, your realtor... They don't no. tell you. They listen. Here you go. That a building. You, there you have it. No, they, they just want you to finish the process. Though. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yes. So I'm going in like, oh, okay, we moved in. They're like, oh no, 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 no. You can't use this for this. You got to apply for this. You got. You can't just use this warehouse for what you're using it for. You have to apply to be able to use it for this. Crazy. I'm like, oh my god. I've had to have five meetings yes. and meet them every almost every other day for yeah. them to come do some type of zoning. I got to get a firewall put up. You got to have. Um, uh, I got to change out all of the toilets there because they need to be able to be uh, wheel- wheelchair accessible. Uh, but it's a lot of things that you have to do yeah. that goes into running a warehouse. It I'm ain't just, just moving. I'm still my people. I'm just trying to get my product, <laughs> ship it, and go home. Yes, I ain't even manufacturing in this joint. Exactly. That's what I said. They were asking, are you manufacturing? No, no, no. no. The, anything that they asked me I was doing, I had to hurry up and scream, no. No, no, no. No, that's not what I'm doing. No, that's not what I'm doing. That's I want to put doing. this in a box, take the box, and go on. They're talking about a firewall. They're talking yeah. about I have to rebuild the bathrooms. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's something that I didn't expect. I really thought that I was about to turn the key and it's up. It's lit. Bring yeah. y'all kids. Let's go. <laughs> yes, yes. But no, it the is process. not that simple. Well, listen, take us on the journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause we want to know that it's ghetto being a CEO. Okay. <laughs> you don't even know. And you don't know a lot of times until you know, yes. right. Until we are here and you ain't got no choice but to roll with the punches and go with it. So mm-hmm. if you would leave anything with the audience to let them know, like to encourage them on this journey, what would you tell them? I would say, listen, put your best foot forward. Do not, I know I say this a lot for those who follow me on social media, never doubt yourself. Again, when I started Coda, I had to literally sell raffle tickets to launch my brand. Don't come asking me how much money I used to start my business. I sold $5 raffle tickets to get the money to fund my company. Put your best foot forward and never, ever, ever give up. I'm telling you, you're going to run into slow times. You're going to run into things that you don't know. The World Wide Web is free. It's free. Stop paying people $10,000, $20,000 to tell you something that Google could have told you for free. Period. Okay, y'all heard it here first. Okay, use the internet. Beyonce's internet is out there for a reason. Yes, use the internet. It's free. Yes. I don't know how many times I can say that. I'm going I'm to get a shirt. I'm going to get us a shirt, and it's going to say the internet is free. Period. 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 Listen, I, I thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast because, y'all, we just want to tell y'all the truth behind being a CEO. Now, at the end of the day, we probably would not get this up. For anything in the world, we love the freedom. We love everything else. 
not the ghetto stuff about it right but i want you guys to make sure you continue to watch this and continue to be encouraged that you are not going through this alone right somebody else is watching this and saying girl i just bought a building too and i <laughs> found out all this stuff right they are being encouraged so make sure you like comment and subscribe on mondays we also have the monday morning meetings at 5 a.m on audio um in apple or spotify where me and cody my brother are talking about our journeys as a ceo where we just tell you all the things literally y'all he's updating us on his bankruptcy journey okay so make sure you tune in and i will See you guys on the next episode. Peace out.